Welcome to the show again. We have started and seen the signs. Um, I think I've heard the song a little more than I'd like to the last couple days, but okay, that's our intro. Hello, welcome to episode four. My name's Ian. What's our podcast called? Like the title? Yeah, because you didn't say it. Did you tell me this already? What? What? Oh. What? <laughs> Welcome to Please Watch This With Me. We're on episode four. Pitch perfect. Well, I have to say I never thought a movie like this existed. Really? My horizons have been broadened. Well, you know, it reminds me of, of other movies. Um, it's like a mix between Not Another Teen Movie and Bring It On. Okay. Interesting. Any comments on that? Any questions? I haven't seen Not Another Teen Movie. Oh, man. That's right. You were were sheltered as a child. Um, (laughs) Anyways, moving on. Um, So, how did you come to see this movie? Okay. So, yeah. I remember seeing this movie advertised a lot when it was coming out. And I was like, ugh, I'm not interested in this movie. Um, I even remember kind of thinking, like, maybe I'll listen to the music from it, but I don't think I'm going to like the movie. Because what it looked like to me was... It came out around a time, or at least within a span of, like, five years, where there were a bunch of these ensemble female cast movies... Um, comedies specifically that had like this really stupid sense of humor and like the one I'm thinking of is Bridesmaids I don't like Bridesmaids at all I don't know if you've seen Bridesmaids but it looked similar to me and I was like oh I don't think I'm gonna like this um, I saw Bridesmaids at a friend's house um when, like, there were a pe- bunch of people over, and those movies tend to be, like, good, like, group movies, because it's kind of, like, common ground of, like, comedy, but there's still, like, girly yeah. stuff in it, so, like, everyone kind of, it's one of those movies that everyone kind of agrees on. I hated Bridesmaids. Um, I believe I went over to the same friend's house a few years later, and someone was like, let's watch Pitch Perfect. And I'm like, ugh. Um, and then I ended up loving it. Um, so it wasn't at all what I had expected it to be. Right. Yeah, same. I'm in, I'm in the same boat. Okay. And, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it starts off. I see my boy Adam Devine taking the stage. Yeah. Uh, huge fan of Workaholics. I love his work in that show. I don't know if you would, if you would like it too much. Mm-hmm. You haven't seen Workaholics, right? No. It's like Comedy Central. Show. I'm not sure. I feel like I've seen Adam Devine in like a few things, mm-hmm. but the thing that comes to mind is Modern Family. Um, and you haven't seen those seasons of Modern Family yeah. yet because you've only seen like the first season or right. so. Um, Does he sort of back the same in that show? As no, in no. Modern Family, he's actually a really nice guy. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but he's still really funny. He's still, like, 
I mean, you know, I was about to say the comedic relief, but Modern Family is a comedy, so not really. Everyone's funny (laughs) on that show. Um, And yeah, so we start out, it's, I think, like, the semifinals of the previous year is what we're watching. Um, And we meet the two creepy judges. (laughs) And I know that every line they had made you laugh, so I'll let you comment on... On them. Um, not all of them made me laugh. Some of them were just <laughs> odd and enforced. So, like, <laughs> so ridiculously, like, yeah. sexist and obnoxious that it was funny. Yeah. Um, well, one of the first things he says is, like, his pain is our game. <laughs> and I thought that was funny because that's what we do to celebrities. Uh, totally. Yeah, this generation, we just destroy them, man. It's like, we applaud them when they stand back up. Yeah. But what we really want is destruction. Uh, The female judge says, uh, and I think she's talking about Adam Devine when she says this, nothing makes a woman feel more like a girl than a man who sings like a boy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, that 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 was odd to me, because... When you hear something profound and it makes perfect sense, you're just like, hmm. Uh Uh-huh. That was odd. Well, yes. She's opened my eyes to something. I understand women even less now. Uh, Okay. Okay. Um. (laughs) No. No comment. So the Bellas... (laughs) Okay, so the Bellas come out on stage, and they're, like, boring, I guess. They're doing I Saw the Sign, this beautiful song we just listened to in our opening. You know what that, that song reminds me of? What? The movie Slackers. Have you ever seen that? No. Uh, this song plays on the radio station that plays in my office all the time, and whenever I hear it, I'm like, oh, pitch perfect. Like, <laughs> like is that a good memory? Uh... It's fine. I don't know. It's just what it makes me think of. Um, so, the blonde girl whose character name I'm already forgetting. Hold on. Aubrey. Aubrey. Thank you. Um, Aubrey throws up on stage. And, um, sorry, now I have to go back to my notes. And yeah, and they lose the competition for that year. I'm not sure if they were at regionals or semifinals. I think it was the semifinals. Okay. Um, and now skip forward to the next school year, and we meet Becca, who is played by Anna Kendrick, who I love she's pretty hot mate yeah (laughs) um she's a really good singer too 
And um, so it's like her freshman year of college, and she's like moving into her dorm. She has this really bitchy Asian roommate who won't talk to her. Like, she's like, hi. Girl doesn't say anything. How are you? Silence. Okay. Evil stare. Uh, Becca doesn't let it get her get to her too bad though. Like she kind of makes fun fun of it at some point. She's like, "This is my best friend, Kimmy Jin." <laughs> Kimmy Jin's like, "I don't like you." Um, we also see elsewhere on campus, Jesse. Uh, walk into his dorm and meet his roommate, Benji. And my note in this scene is, there's magicians in this movie, too! <laughs> uh, hearkening back to our last episode of The Prestige. Uh, because Benji is a master in close-up magic. Well, I don't see him making clones of himself, so... I don't know if, I, if master is the right word. Well, he considers himself a master... Also, his whole side of their dorm room is covered head to toe in Star Wars stuff. Yes, it is amazing. Just so you know, one day I will have such a thing. There will be a giant no. Death Star painted around my bed. No. Multiple action figurines. No. On every shelf. No. Well, I get one of them, okay? If we ever have, like, a random extra spare bedroom in our house and you want to have, like, a Star Wars thing, mm -hmm. I'll let you have it. Not that, not that but much I don't Star want Wars all those fan. figurines, you know, staring at me while I'm, like, sleeping. sleeping. Fair enough. It's not like, uh, what was that movie? The, the Indian in the Cupboard? I've never seen it. You've never seen the Indian in the Cupboard. And you know oh. that I haven't seen, like, any movies. That's part of why we're doing this. My heart just sank. <laughs> um, Becca's dad comes to visit her. And I guess he's, like, a professor on the campus. And he's, like, trying to get her in the spirit of college and, like, get her excited. And, mm -hmm. um... He's like, you should, like, you know, go check out the club fair and go, you know, it's like my, interact with people. It's like my parents. It's like, hey, Ian, you should go to the job fair, you know. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit different, but yeah. <laughs> um, and she does go. Oh, wait, no. First, I had to note this line. Um, Becca's like, so how's Helen, or whatever the stepmom's name is, and the dad, like, starts to say how she is, and Becca's like, no, dad, I, I didn't want to know how she is, I just wanted to say stepmonster. Yeah. <laughs> Asian girl's like, talk to your father that way? Yeah. <laughs> um, but Becca does go to the club fair, and, um... We see Aubrey and Chloe standing at the Barden Bella's booth, and they're trying to recruit people, but nobody's interested because everyone knows what happened last year. Chloe could have recruited me, is all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, 
that red hair, man. What can you do? <laughs> um, so we see them, like, asking various people to try out, and we meet Fat Amy. Whose real name is Fat Patricia for some reason, but... Right. Well, I don't know. She thought Amy sounded better, I guess. I guess. Um, and... Fat Amy does, like, a whole audition, and she's, like, matching Chloe's pitches and stuff, and then she, like... it was pitch perfect. I'm gonna say that again. I'm gonna say that again. <laughs> okay. You could say it was pitch perfect. <laughs> yeah, uh, up until the end, when she's just, like, ah, like, going off on her own little, um, riffs yeah. and such, and then she shows them her mermaid dancing. Yeah, that was strange. It yeah. looks like a manatee dance to me, but I could be wrong. The kitchen hates us. I think we're safe now. Okay. We have 40 minutes. Um. <laughs> uh, we see Benji and Jesse also at the club fair, and... They see the Treblemakers um, doing their singing thing. And uh, the Treblemakers are not hurting for members, man. Like, they've already got, like, 20 members. Mm -hmm. uh, Benji tells Jesse that he's, like, obsessed with them. Like, he, like, he's, like, calling them the coolest guys on campus, which is hard to believe that's true. <laughs> but, you know, in Benji's world, mm -hmm. these are the coolest people ever. Um... And it turns out that Jesse can sing, too. Uh, and I guess they both, you know, decide they're going to audition. Um, and then Becca goes to the radio station. And we learn that she got, like, an internship there. And yeah. so did Jesse. Working for Sugar Ray. Yeah. Ah! Okay, another thing I wanted to say. Um is this is the movie we're talking about on the podcast, but we did also watch another movie this week, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, I keep getting it mixed up. What <laughs> other movie did we watch? Uh, Monsters University. Yes. There were a lot of parallels yeah, there were. between Monsters University <laughs> and Pitch Perfect. For example, the club fair, mm -hmm. which we also see uh, on Monsters University where... Uh, Mike gets, like, the flyer for the scare games yeah. and the fraternities and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and also, there is also a character in that movie who does close-up magic. <laughs> yeah. And uh, there's another parallel, but I'll get to it later. Um, or a couple, actually. Um, so Becca goes to the radio station, um, and she's working for... Sugar Ray? And uh, <laughs> Jesse's there. Oh, that's really him. <laughs> it's not, but it looks like him. Yeah, sugar ray cold. Uh, Jesse's there. They're both gonna be interns at the radio station. Um, and Becca like gives the boss guy Sugar Ray her like mix. Because they're given like she gives him like seven of them. Yeah. Um, and then basically her and Jesse just have to go stack CDs, uh, flirting ensues, 
etc. Um, she goes back to her dorm, and her dad comes to see her again. Like, Dad, come on. Yeah, dude's pretty overbearing. Yes. Um, and he's like, oh, it's great that you got that job at the radio station. As if, like, a job at a radio station is, like, such a dumb thing to be doing. You should join a club and be enjoying college yeah. life. Like, actually, I'm, I'm getting work experience yeah. and getting my music out there and, like, actually, you know, putting effort into other things. But okay. Yeah, Dad. Um, and then we have the iconic shower scene Mm -hmm. well I mean it just looked like they were boning when she first walked in you see the legs down there (laughs) so you know they're pretty quiet about it Um, right basically Becca's in the shower and it's like you know one of those like group bathrooms like it's shared among the dorm um and she's in there showering and she's singing titanium and chloe just happens to be in the shower next to hers hears her and just opens the curtain becca's like oh my god (laughs) uh and chloe is not shy what? I wish I could be a girl in a girl's shower. Well, okay. So, at the end of the scene, though, a guy walks by. Yeah. What the, what the fuck? Well, no, when she first walks in, that's what I was saying. Uh-huh. Like, it shows, like, a shot of the legs, and it's like a guy and a girl standing next to each other. Oh. Yeah. So, he was showering with her, and he was just standing there the whole time. And, like, after a minute, he's just like, okay, I'm ready to get back to shagging. Oh, I'm confused. That's what happened. Okay. <laughs> he didn't say those words exactly, but... Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chloe says, Ah, uh, titanium is my jam. My lady jam. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then her and Becca harmonize. And she's like, you have to try out for the Bellas. And Becca's like, well, fuck, my dad wants me to join a club anyways. Yeah. Might as well do this one. Might as well do the thing I really wanted to do to begin with. Right. <laughs> um, and she goes to auditions. Um, and we get this montage of all the people auditioning. And yeah, that was pretty cool. Basically, like, the group of people that are auditioning, like, they get to audition for all four of, like, the singing groups Mm -hmm. um, at once. Uh, And we see a bunch of different people. A lot of them are awkward. There's one girl that's, like, singing, and she's, like, crying. (laughs) Um, Since she's been gone. Right. Uh, Fat Amy's like, I don't get backup dancers. (laughs) Um, so we see this whole montage, and then Becca comes. She's late, uh, but she gets there, and she didn't know that she was supposed to prepare since you've been gone, so she does the cup song. Which I didn't know is where that started. Um, the song? Yeah. I, it was a song before the movie? Oh, yeah. Um, like, it was, like, a thing that, like people do Mm -hmm. um the cup thing yeah like that was like a thing that people do like 
people do it at school. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just one of those, like, kind of like hand clapping things. Like, it was just one of those things that people do. Yeah. Um, and she knew it, and I, like, read this, like, trivia thing that, like, she just happened to know it, and she, like, did it on set or something. And they were like, oh, we should make that, like, Becca's audition. Mm-hmm. And then she ends up, like, recording the song, and it's, like, super popular on the radio. Well, there you go. Yeah. And then, like, that's when, like, it really blew up, and then, like, everyone was doing it. Um, well, that's cool. But it was, like, already kind of a thing. Um, I inspired Anna Kendrick. Yeah. So... She gets into the group. Um, they have initiations. Uh, the Bellas do, and we see the Troublemakers do their initiations too. Again, another similarity to Monsters University. <laughs> There's an initiation. Um, when Jesse's getting initiated, they pull the bag off of his head, and he's like, "Oh no, Benji!" Just sad. Benji didn't get in. Poor um, Benji. Yeah. And then after everyone's initiated, there's, like, a big party for everyone who got in. Um, And there's so much going on during this party. Um, Let's see. There's, like, the... um, Everyone's just going crazy. They're, like, all singing songs, walking around talking. Um, we see Bumper, Adam Devine, like, standing with his other friend, whose name I can't remember. Um, but they just, like, keep saying, like, random things. Do you remember this? They're, like, standing there with their red solo cups. Mm-hmm. And it's just the two of them. And they keep saying, like, um, I can't remember what they say, but they say such, like, random stuff. Uh... know how to party <laughs> because they're not actually cool guys like <laughs> they think they're so cool but they're actually super awkward and nerdy um so that's going on um fat amy goes over there and her and bumper are like flirting and stuff um jesse comes up to becca and he's like, so, you you do an acapella? And she's like, oh, yeah, whatever. And he's like, yeah, you're one of those aka girls. I'm one of those aka boys. We're going to have aka children. Uh, and Becca's like, yeah. <laughs> this is awkward. Aka awkward. Uh, and then Chloe comes up to Becca. And Chloe is, like, trying to make out with Becca. I mean, like. She- should have gone for it. They talk. (laughs) (laughs) Chloe has her face like less than an inch away from Becca. She's like, I am so glad that we're getting to do this together. And Becca's like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. And when she walks away, Chloe says, this ginger needs her jiggle juice. And 
Um, Becca just deadpans. Make good choices. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, Fat Amy's flirting with Bumper and Bumper's like, I have a feeling that we should have sex. What do you think about that? Well, first he's like, you're the most disgusting human being yeah. I've ever seen. <laughs> Um, I actually read that they, like, actually improvised a lot of their lines. I don't know if that was one of the scenes they improvised. Um, That'd be pretty metal. Right. Uh, but Bumper says that they should have sex, and Fat Amy says, I sometimes have a feeling I should do crystal meth, but then I think, hmm, better not. Better not. And everyone is down there singing, and we get this shot of Benji upstairs in his bedroom, and he's, like, quietly singing along, like, just laying in bed all sad. They're, like, literally, like, ten feet from his dorm room outside. What college are they at? Um, like, Stanford? Or, I don't know, not Stanford. It's somewhere in California, though, I think. Um, and... Maybe it just looks like it's in California because they, I'm sure they shot it in California. It's just not Columbine, right? <laughs> right. Um, so then we see the first meeting of the Bellas. And the very first thing that Aubrey is doing is she announces that one girl got kicked out because she had sex with a troublemaker. And then she calls another girl out and makes that girl leave because she had sex with the troublemaker. And she says, if we let them penetrate us, we are giving them our power. Um, <laughs> I don't know what kind of podcast we're trying to have here, but do you have any comments on that statement? What do you mean? <laughs> like... Political comments? Society comments? Yeah. Um, not really. I feel like our listeners have, you know, are developed enough to make their own stances on that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, cut all of that. So, Aubrey has, like, this whole flow chart on the whiteboard of, like, all the stuff they have to do before regionals. And... She says, we have to do cardio. Fat Amy's like, no, 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 no. I don't do cardio. Uh, but then we see them doing cardio. They were, like, running up and down the benches in, like, wherever they're practicing. It looks like they're in, like, a gym practicing. Mm -hmm. um, and Aubrey's, like, slapping their butts as they run by. <laughs> uh, we see Fat Amy laying down on the bleachers, and she's like, I'm doing horizontal running. Uh, Aubrey talks to Becca and she's like you better stay away from Jesse and Becca's like what? and she's like I saw your toner and Becca's like what's a toner? and she's like a musical boner I saw it at the party it was distracting oh my god <laughs> I have to say the puns in this movie just make me want to die <laughs> i thought it was pretty funny um <laughs> then we see you aka kidding me 
them do like this little event like they go to like this frat party or something in their outfits and they're like supposed to be doing a performance for these frat guys but it's like a disaster they're all off pitch they're all like bumping into each other it's like super awkward uh so the frat guys like ask them to leave well, he's like this isn't what i paid for he's right this is what i expected you to look like <laughs> um and they leave, and Aubrey's complaining about how it went, and she's like, Chloe, you didn't hit, like, such and such note, and Chloe makes the horrible, horrifying confession. I have notes. I thought she was going to say breast nodes, man. What? What's a breast node, Ian? I don't know. That was like a cancer thing. No. Well. I'm cutting that or I'll leave it in. Whatever you want. <laughs> I don't think there's such a thing as breast notes. Googling breast notes. Like lymph nodes. Yeah. Okay. The lymph nodes in the underarm, the auxiliary lymph nodes. Or the first place breast cancer is likely to spread. Oh. Okay. Oh, wait. I don't know if it's in the breast, but it's related to breast. Everything's right. related to breast, Jordan. So we learn that she, like, needs to get surgery soon, and it's a whole thing, and everyone's worried. Um, and, uh... Oh, and that she's not supposed to be singing. And Stacy, the nymphomaniac, is like... It's like when my lady doctor told me not to have sex for six weeks. I still did. Ouch. Yeah. Gross. Um, and then Fat Amy says, at least it's not herpes. Or do you have that yeah. too? Oh <laughs> um, Becca and Jesse are at the radio station. And... Um, the guy's playing her mix on the radio, so she's super excited. And then, um, I think he, like, asks Becca to go pick him up lunch or something. Yes, Benji. Or, uh, Jesse. Or Jesse. And Jesse's like, you should lay off the burgers, man. And the guy yeah, lifts up... forever. The guy lifts up his shirt, and he has, like, perfect abs. And, um, Becca's like, I think he's good. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> Um, I don't understand that guy's role in the movie so much, except to just look hot. Uh, he's just, you know, the bo- like there has to be like a guy running the radio station. I guess so. <laughs> Sugar Ray's son. <laughs> um, Jesse takes Becca for like this picnic. Um, and they're talking and... Becca's like, oh, I bet your girlfriend loves when you do stuff like this for her. And he's like, oh, I I don't have a girlfriend. And Becca's like, what? You have juice pouches. (laughs) Um, Jesse's like, oh, so I got all these movies that I thought we could watch together. And Becca admits that she doesn't like movies. Red flag. I guess she wouldn't like our podcast, man. Well, I don't care. Um, Jesse's just like, what? And he tries to convince her, but she's like, no, it's just, it's just not my thing. Okay. 
Um, then we go to the riff off, uh, which is like this competition between the acapella groups. And once again, there's a parallel between this movie and Monsters University because the first event in the scare games of Monsters University, they all meet in this like pit. <laughs> Are there just a bunch of these pits on college campuses? I don't know, apparently. <laughs> Um, so if you know any bad accidents happen, they're already halfway buried. Yeah. Um, so the riff off happens. Basically, the rules are there's like a category, and then one group sings a song, and the other group has to like butt in, um, but they have to start singing on the word that the other group ended on. Mm-hmm. We hear them sing a bunch of different songs, and. Um, you think that the bell is won, but then, um, turns out that they lost because she was like, she said it instead of it's, like something ridiculous like that. Yeah. Uh, Becca has this awesome, like, rap solo in the middle of it, um, that was pretty cool, and you can tell Jessie's, like, super into it, because uh, she's just, like, ballsy and... Cool, I guess. She's cooler than everyone there. But I guess it's not that hard to be. Yeah. Um, She's a rock and roller. Right. And a rapper, apparently. Yeah. Um, the next note I have is about the scene where Jesse tries to get, like, tries to watch Breakfast Club with Becca. Or I think he just shows her, like, the end of Breakfast Club. And he's like, just listen to this one song in the movie. Because it's so cool how it's scored and everything. I don't think they watched the whole movie. Maybe I'm they did. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they were watching the whole movie. Now I'm not sure. I don't think she was paying attention. Um, But he, like, is totally trying to kiss her. And she's, like, leaning back. Mostly just because she's not supposed to sleep with a troublemaker because she's in the Bellas. Mm-hmm. Um. I've stopped you before, Becca. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't I'm making fellow judgments about her personality from her previous okay. years in school. Um. There's... I don't remember what scene this is in, but uh, there's a part where Bella... Wow, Bella. This isn't Twilight. Uh, mm-hmm. But Anna Kendrick is in Twilight, which maybe that's why I'm thinking of it. Becca. Becca walks into her room, and the Asian girl tells her friends... Uh, her Asian roommate tells her friends, the white girl is back. <laughs> uh, you hate being referred to as the white girl. Right. We see the Bellas um, having another meeting, and Chloe is trying to convince Aubrey that they should let Becca have a solo, and Becca's like, I'll do a solo if you let me remix the music, and Aubrey's like, no, we're just going to continue to do the same three songs for eternity. <laughs> um, so Fat Amy speaks up, and she's like, you know, there might be other people in the group who would like to sing solos, but... They might be shy, and they might not want to ask for a solo. So basically, she's heavily hinting that she wants the solo. Um, and, oh, when uh, Chloe's trying to convince Aubrey to let Becca remix some songs, uh, Aubrey goes, Aka, excuse me? 
kill myself. <laughs> Ian is not a fan of the Aka puns. I think puns are their last decade. Can we move on? Sometimes they're bad. I thought this one was okay. Um, they go to regionals, and the first thing we see at regionals is the sock puppet theme called the Sockapellas. Well, that's just proof that... Wait, what's he saying? Uh, I don't know. And that's just proof that life doesn't improve after you leave high school. <laughs> yeah. Like that. That's what the judge says, yeah. yeah. Um, we get to see the Bellows perform, and Fat Amy has a solo that's like, awesome like she goes all out she's like taking off her shirt at the end she gets like this whole you know awesome solo and um then we see the troublemakers come out and the judge says when they're coming out that bumper just came out with his own line of sports sandals what the hell i don't know what sports sandals are Imagine they're just regular sandals made to look sporty, kind of like Nikes are. What sport do you do in sandals? Um, like... I had a character in, in a Tiger Woods golf game who wore sandals. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, the Bellas end up getting second place in the regionals, um, which means they get to go on semifinals. And... Wasn't that a technicality when someone... Disqualified. No, that's the next one. Oh. Yeah. My bad. It's okay. Um, after the regionals, they, like, are leaving the auditorium to this, like, lobby or something. And there's, like, a middle-aged, like, alumni group there. Mm -hmm. uh, which includes Turk from Scrubs. Mm. <laughs> He's in that group. Yeah, it was weird. Uh... For some reason, Bumper is, like, taunting this group of men, and then the troublemakers and these guys get in a fight, and a bunch of shit goes down, um, but Becca ends up punching Turk, I think because he's fighting Jesse, I think is what's happening, and Becca ends up in jail. Hooray. <laughs> uh, Jesse comes to save her. Well, sort of. He calls her dad. Mm -hmm. uh, and her dad's pissed off and everything. And he's like, if you think you're going to L.A. after this, forget it. Um, and Beck's super mad at Jessie. Uh, she goes back to her room and the Bellas are all like waiting there for her. Uh, which is cool, I guess. Like, they're her friends now. Yeah. Um... Next thing... A, it's been a real inconvenience, Becca. Right. <laughs> uh, next thing we know... Is that it's semifinals. And... Um, both of the groups are in their buses. Uh, the Bellas are just, like, in this normal bus, but the Troublemakers are in this, like, decked out, like, party bus with, like, a hammock in it and all kinds of stuff. Um, and the girls are on their bus and they start singing Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. The only good song on the radio these days. <laughs> what? The only <laughs> good song on the radio? 
these days, seven <laughs> years after it came out or whatever. Um, they uh, get out, or Fat Amy gets out of the bus at one point because she's pumping gas. Uh, oh yeah, Fat Amy is driving the bus, by the way, which I think is funny. Uh, but she gets out of the bus to pump the gas, and um, the troublemakers walk by, and they like throw something at her. It looks like a meatball sub or something. Mm-hmm. It gets all over her, it's and like it's gross. It's a oh, okay, it's a burrito, mm-hmm. um, which is nasty yeah. and uh, random. And they just have to, you know, put some gross stuff in there because that's what comedies do. Yeah. For some reason. <laughs> not my thing, but... Not in mine either, but some of my favorite... I guess some people find them hilarious. Yeah, I, I just hate when my favorite comic shows or whatever decide to throw a five-minute poop joke or something. Just like, right. Okay. Yeah. There's a worse one coming in this movie later. We'll get to that. Uh, then they're driving along and the bus runs out of gas. Um... And they're arguing about how they're gonna get there, and uh, someone's like, "Well, we could call the guys," and they're like, "No." Um, and Fat Amy's like, "I have Bumper's number," and Aubrey's like, "Why do you have Bumper's number?" And Fat Amy's just like, "Uh, uh." <laughs> <laughs> um, they get. It's good to network with people, you know. Right. <laughs> Um, they get to the semifinals, and uh, they do their performance, and they're just going to do, like, their standard thing. But in the middle of it, Becca can tell that everyone's, like, yawning and not paying attention to them. So she starts throwing in little snippets of titanium into their performance. Um, and I find it really impressive that she can do that in such a way where it blends with the music yeah. and is on beat. I mean, I know that's like her thing, yeah. but like spur of moment and everything. It does mess everyone up a little bit, yeah. but it's not, you know, it's, it's what ends up like, like giving them points. Yeah. yeah. Um, but when they get off stage, Aubrey freaks out on Becca and Aubrey says something about, oh, you know, and you're hooking up with Jesse. And Jesse comes up behind them and he's like, no, 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 we're not hooking up. And Becca's like, freaks out on Jesse. And she's like, oh my God, you would be here, really? What a bitch, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She's man. losing her shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the Bellas lose the semifinals. And it's depressing. What's what they get? <laughs> Um, Becca decides to stay on campus over Christmas break, and we see her just, like, sitting in her bedroom, watching Breakfast Club by herself, and crying. Um, and, like, we see that she's been watching movies all break, because they're, like, all over her bed and everything. Um, and then... Aubrey gets the call while she's in, like, yoga class that one of the other teams got disqualified and they're back in. And then we see a sequence of all girls, like, one by one, like, calling each other and letting each other know about it. Um, 
Becca tries to go to Jesse's room when Christmas break is over and like make up with him, but he doesn't want to hear it. He's yeah, like pissed off. Straight. Don't want to be my girlfriend? Fine. Uh, I believe that when we watched the movie, you actually said, come on, if there was a girl outside your room, you would answer the door and let her in anyways. Well, yes, okay. That's just what happened. <laughs> you don't answer your, do- your door to a pretty girl. And she's looking at you like that. You're just like, actually, you hurt my feelings. So, eh. <laughs> Door to the face. No, it's like, yeah, come on in. Well, let's talk about it. <laughs> um. And then Becca goes back to the Bellas and tries to make up with them. And she walks in on them at a bad time, I would say. Uh, they puke everywhere. Because they've all been throwing up and then like sliding around in it and from I actually can't really tell you much about what happens in the scene because every time it comes on I shut my eyes. It's like a five minute scene so for five minutes I sit there closing my eyes because the scene is that nasty. Have you seen Stand By Me? Yes. Yeah it reminds me of- My mom! Told me to watch that movie, and I was pretty young, and she did not warn me about that scene. Yeah, well, you don't you don't really think about that scene too much when you think of the movie in hindsight. I think right, but oh, yeah. it's it's a gross scene. Well, it's a little boy's story. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, and after talking, they let Bell. Becca back into the group, but ah, uh, she also manages to convince them to let her mix things up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And Aubrey acknowledges that maybe like they need to make some changes. She's like Bamajira. She likes to mix things up a little. Right. Oh, I forgot about the part where they all sit in a circle and make their confessions. Confessions. Yeah. Do you remember this? Yes, I do. And uh. The black girl admits that she has, like, a gambling oh, problem. Right. Everyone was expecting her to, like, say <laughs> she was a lesbian. Yeah, it's like she stands up and that Amy's like, oh, here we go. <laughs> and she's like, oh, God. Right. I'm obviously gay and not trying to admit to you. Right. Reminds me of this guy I used to work with who was, you know, a, you know pretty obviously gay or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was just like, Ian, I have to tell you, uh, just in case you haven't noticed, you know, I am gay. I was having a bad day, and I love the guy. I wasn't trying to give him a hard time, but I just, like, threw my spatula down. I was like, God damn it, Brent, I know you're, you're gay, okay? You don't have to tell me this. But thank you for trusting me and liking me enough to admit it. And then he laughed, and he almost cried a little. And it was Aww. good. It was good. But yes, anyway. <laughs> um... So the girls all go practice in the pit where they had the riff off. And I love, this might be my favorite melody, medley they do like in the whole movie is the just the way you are slash just a dream medley. We saw the two rock stars play that song live at Margaritaville. I mean, when we say rock stars, kind of loosely, but they were good. <laughs> they were really good. Yeah. But I just love this matchup. I think it's like just really good. We're gonna get sued for playing some music. No, we're not. Okay. I promise you, I've heard other podcasts do this. <laughs> okay. 
Please don't sue us. We have nothing. We are but mere folk. We live with the ducks. Um. And then it's time for the finals. Um. First, we see the treble makers perform. And you know how, like, the, the Bellas always do, like, the one, two, three off thing and they mess it up? Mm -hmm. uh, well, they do one, two, three swag. Uh, which I thought was ridiculous. Um, and they do a medley. And. Oh! Oh! I forgot a huge thing. Uh, when we get back from Christmas break, we find out. That Bumper is leaving the Troublemakers <laughs> because he's going to LA. Yeah. Um, like, the competition? Like, won that like seven times, bro. Man. He says a hundred. He says I already <laughs> won it a hundred times. Uh, so they have a new spot in the group, and Benji gets to be in the Troublemakers. Yay. And Jesse, when he tells him, he's like, "Listen, dude, you can't be weird, or they won't let you stay." So Benji's like, "I won't be weird." Lesson for all you nerds out there: there's no hope for you. Your only chance is to become friends with cool kid, and maybe he'll let you out one day. Yeah, that's true. That's kind of you know, it's kind of a sucky message, yeah. but. <laughs> Glad you gave me a break. I surely needed it. <laughs> um. And the guys do their medley, and part of the medley is uh, Benji singing, "I've got the magic in me." <laughs> wow. Comments. Just I'll save it for the end. Okay. <laughs> Not that specifically. Just. Right. And, um, the Bellas do their performance, which is like a mashup of, um, Price Tag, Don't You Forget About Me, and a couple other songs. Um, what? What? Huh? You're like shaking your head yeah. fervently. I like. Uh huh. Um. And oh, and they come out in different outfits because you know the whole movie we've seen them every performance they do they come out in, like their skirts and their little scarves around their neck and I thought it was cool that they still wore the scarves but they like wore them as like armbands or like, tied them in their hair and yeah. stuff and they're in kind of like. I don't want to call them badass outfits because they're not really, but compared to their other <laughs> outfits, they are. Um, everyone in the group gets like a little feature during the songs and it's like a really good performance. And Becca makes kind of a shout out to Jesse during the performance by throwing in. And, um, yes, you're doing it. <laughs> Ian just put his fist up in the air because once she gets to Don't You Forget About Me, she, uh, Becca puts her fist up in the air like the guy in Breakfast Club and Jesse in the audience puts his up too. And everything's fine now. Argument solved magically. Like Breakfast Club. Yeah. But it was a pretty cute moment. I like that moment. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and, uh, the Bellas. Actually, I don't think we actually see them win the competition, but it's, like, implied at the end of the movie that they won the competition. We don't actually see them get a trophy or anything. Um, but Becca goes up to Jesse after their performance, and, um... They're, like, talking, and Becca says, you're such a weirdo, and they kiss. Um, and... I like kissing weirdos. <laughs> Uh, the end of the movie is... Gosh, we're already at the end of the movie? This is going to be a really fast podcast. Yeah. It's just a shorter movie. Like, it's not a super long movie compared to the other ones we've watched. Um, but, uh... Uh, the last scene of the movie is the auditions for next year's acapella groups. And they say, and, um... We'll let the winners of this year's nationals pick the song. And we see Becca as like the leader of the Bellas being like, okay, you guys are going to sing this song. And I don't remember what song she says, but she says a song. <laughs> and then the end. Yeah. Wow, that was really fast. Yeah, we got through that. Uh, let's see. Oh, it's only been like 53 minutes. Okay. No, it felt shorter than that. Yeah. Time flies when you're having fun. Time flies when you're kicking ass. It's Duke Nukem. No one knows what I'm talking about. No. So, Ian, what did you think of Pitch Perfect? I think it does a good job in setting itself up to be uh, the cheesy sort of humor that makes the cheesy moments in the movie not seem as bad right it makes it's self-aware yeah. like it makes fun of itself a little bit it, it sets itself up to make even jokes that are too cheesy maybe so let's it get it it lets itself get away with that yeah i mean it made me laugh several times uh it's hard to say bad things about comedy movies that actually make you laugh even if you think it was was, you know, dumb humor. I didn't think it was dumb humor. I think there was a lot of uh, intelligent jokes in there. Yeah. As well as, like, just cringy awkwardness that, I, you know, I love stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. I think there's, like, a, like a mixture of, like, stupid jokes and, and good jokes. Mm -hmm. And the good jokes, like, level it out so that it's not yeah. just a stupid movie. <laughs> when the bellows are pulling through and the guy church is like, I never would have, I never would have, what's he say? Uh, something about... I never would have guessed they would have made it. It's like, yeah, well, you never would have guessed that, would you? You're just a misogynist <laughs> through and through, aren't you? <laughs> yes, the judges are great throughout the movie. Um, um, what else do these people do with their lives when they're not at acapella competitions? <laughs> I don't know. How much are they getting paid to do this? I have no idea. Um... I'd say I'd like to be paid to go to those things and be judges or announcers or whatever they are, but I think I'd rather just stay home. The thing is, is that we're seeing, technically, we're being focused on, like, two of the best groups mm -hmm. during the movie, and we're not having to see the other 20 really awkward right. groups that are probably there and really terrible. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be pretty hard to be an American Idol judge. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways... Anyways, 
So I think it, I think it was funny. Um, I think each of the characters brought the pieces of the movie together. Yeah, I like that there's a bunch of different, like, personality characters, like, represented, and right. the cast is reasonably diverse. Um, For the most part. Mostly white people. It, yeah. <laughs> um, That's true. The main people in the main roles are. It does pass the Bechdel test quite um, well <laughs> with flying so. colors. I'd hope any, any musical would, would be able to do that. Um, <laughs> You'd be surprised how many musicals there are that are like a 90% male cast. I guess so. I haven't seen that many musicals. Well. Let's see, what else can I say? Well, did we... We talked about the vomit angel, right? Oh, I mentioned that they were sliding around in it. <laughs> I didn't say that she was making, like, snow angels in it, which well, is disgusting. That has to be one of the worst things I've ever seen. Well, the first time I've ever seen it, so applause. <laughs> um, right, it's hard to make your scene where everyone's throwing up creative. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's part of the reason why I like compared this movie to Bridesmaids is because there's like a similar huge throw-up scene in Bridesmaids. Um, it was it was when Pitch Perfect was coming out. One of the trailers definitely like featured this vomiting scene, and it was part of the reason why I was like, "Oh, I'm not gonna like this movie." And it was sort of advertised as like it was always showing the stupid scenes or like. Uh, the the vomiting scene, the gross scenes. Um, a character that we haven't even talked about in this movie is uh, the Asian girl who's in the Bellas and always talks really quietly and you can't understand what she's saying. And there's like subtitles and she's always saying just ridiculous things. Um, like she says at one point that she like ate a goldfish. Um, she ate her twin in the womb. Oh, maybe that's what I feel like. She says she ate a goldfish too. Maybe I'm wrong. Something about a goldfish. She says a bunch of ridiculous things. Um, yeah. Um. Yeah, she's like me at Subway. Oh yeah. Trying to order. It. That's. I did think about that when. I once had to order a tuna subway sandwich at least 20 times because this girl couldn't hear me. Do you want to tell the story? Do you want me to, do you want to act it out? Okay, so I go into the subway with my friend, right? Uh-huh. And, you know, he orders his sub. Uh, I'll be the lady. Okay. She says, "What would you like to order?" Um, I'll do the the tuna sub. I'm sorry, what? The tuna. Sorry. What? The tuna. I'm really sorry, I can't hear you. <sighs> Adam, please help me. Please help me. Uh, tuna? I want a tuna sandwich. Oh, you want the tuna! Sorry! <laughs> no, my friend had to tell her it's tuna. She could never... Right. <laughs> I don't know what I would have done if he hadn't been there for me. I, mean, I would starve to death in Subway. That would have been embarrassing. Oh, scarred for life. Dead for life. 
Anyways, yeah, actually, when I saw that part of the movie, I thought of that story, too. Okay. Um, any other notes, stray observations about the movie? Um, I got a quote from Fat Amy I'm gonna keep for a while. Okay. I'm gonna fish you like a cheesecake. <laughs> I love cheesecake. <sighs> yeah, Fat Amy is like basically the star of this movie. <laughs> I don't know why she has to be called Fat Amy though. I mean, a trifle she asks for it, right? <laughs> <sighs> so, I guess all in all, I read this movie. Six out of ten. Okay. Uh, not a horrible rating. But I'd rather watch Titanic again with you if the, if the <laughs> choice it was ever okay. given to me. So are you going to give this a worse rating than you gave Titanic? Yes. Just okay. slightly worse. Okay. Oh. Uh, and that's not an insult. I liked it. Okay. But yes, it was super cheesy and the puns wanted... It was worse than... Like, those popsicle sticks and doing those on a chalkboard. <laughs> Instead of nails. But yeah. Your turn. Uh, you're gonna give it a rating? I said six out of ten. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Tuna. <laughs> How I feel mean. You guys don't understand my life. <laughs> Stop mumbling. Um. Okay. Yeah, see, the thing is, is, like, I really wanted to watch this movie. Like, I was really in the mood for this movie. I can't say that it's ever going to be in, like, even my top, like, 20 favorite movies. Um, maybe even bigger than that. Maybe not even in my top 50 favorite movies. But I still like it. I still enjoy it when I watch it. Um, so my rating is going to be relatively low, too, but that doesn't necessarily reflect how much I like it. It's right. just about what kind of quality I think the movie yeah, is. Sometimes it's hard to rate a movie a movie you like sort of low, but you know you can't give it more. Right. You feel a little guilty, but I don't know, you know, five, six aren't bad scores in my opinion. Right. Um I'm gonna give it like a six and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Um even though like I picked this movie, it's just, you know. Yeah. It's uh, that kind of movie, and sometimes you just don't kind of watch like a like a crappy movie, you yeah. know? No, for sure, for sure. Um, it's not crappy, but you know what we mean. Yeah, I've already see. reiterated this in four yeah. different ways. Um, it's, uh, for me, uh, probably more so than for you, I do really like the musical performances. Um, well, you're a singer, so. Right, so I can kind of relate to like all the, you know, the rehearsals and all that stuff too, and I find that really fun to watch. Um, a lot of the jokes make me laugh, and even though there are a lot of jokes that are stupid and like make me cringe or gross me out, like it's still uh, a movie worth watching. I like all the characters pretty much. I think it's, you get a lot of different personalities, all the different girls. Um, and yeah, um, I like uh, Becca and Jesse's relationship kind of. I think it's a little bit like like it's just there. You know what I mean? Like it's just <laughs> put there because they're like, you know, there needs to be a, a love story in this. I like the Breakfast Club thing. I like the her them both putting their fists up in the air during that part of the movie. Um, 
Kind of like their relationship leading up to that, when they hang out, it just doesn't feel like there's enough like chemistry or tension mm -hmm. there for me to be rooting for them exactly. Right. But I'm like, oh, that's cute. Um, I was rooting for Becca and Chloe. I, I shipped <laughs> them 100%. Yeah, Chloe's a great character. And Becca, I really love Becca's character. And I mean, that might be partly due to the fact that I just really like Anna Kendrick as an actress. Um, but I like the like, I like her like, not necessarily tomboyness, but like toughness, you know, she's like cool and edgy, I guess. And uh, fun to watch. Um, and so different from girly girls, Aubrey and um, Chloe. And so there's that contrast. And again, I just like that there's all these different girl personalities in this group and that they're kind of like this ragtag underdog, you know, Everyone like whatever team. Of course. Um, so yeah, like I said, at a six point, five out of ten uh but very enjoyable um would you like to tell me what our next movie is you've been like hinting at it all week you've been so excited to tell me i'm ready <sighs> okay so well, let me pull it up real quick. okay have i seen this before i'm guessing no. not okay um so the movie i've the movie i've chosen Next to <laughs> the movie I've chosen for us to watch next Friday is Ex Machina. Okay. Which stars pretty much uh, I'm not gonna say a nobody cast, but probably no one you've you've really ever seen in movies before. Okay. It won Best Performance by an Actress in a Supporting Role at the Oscars, and was nominated for Best Performance by an Actress in a Drama Motion Picture. Okay, I've definitely heard the title before. Um, I think, I think I do know someone who's in it though. Isn't Natalie Portman in it? No. Oh. I used to think what that am was I think Natalie Portman. I might have told you that. What am I thinking of that Natalie Portman is in then? I don't know. Anyways, go ahead. Um, but yes, I've only seen this movie once since it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, which was just not that long ago. Let's see. So it came out in 2014, so it was only three years Okay. Ago. That actually came out more recently than Pitch Perfect, then. Yes. <laughs> so I wanted to pick a movie that was a little more, um, like, modern or futuristic, as we would call it. Right. Uh, to sort of balance out the last couple movies I've picked, which have been old-time settings. Right. Um, yeah, I love this movie so much, so <laughs> I'm cool. ready. I'm, I'm excited, because you've been, like, hinting about it all week, how excited you are. Oh, yes. So I'm sure it will be fun, and that's something for you guys to look forward to. Yes, go watch the movie if you haven't seen it. You will love it, and we will see you next week. Yep. Uh, just want to put all our plugs in here. If you can, like, subscribe, leave a rating, send us an email. Please watch us. Please watch this with me at gmail.com. I'm Jordan Mercer 11 on Twitter. I'm Ian Christian 91 I think. Yeah, and uh, I don't know, listen to the previous one. I it's said it right e it's Ian Christian ninety one. <laughs> I know Ian's Twitter handle better than he does. Yes, and um, we'll see you guys next week. I'm gonna let uh, the Bellas actually do our goodbye for us. So hold on. That's like a paper box, right?
What, me? It cut to like a next, the next scene oh. in the video. 